sales and to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world our message to them is the same as my grandfather's them that's going get on the wagon them that ain't get out of the way herman kane solutions for a better america this is your host herman kane thank you for joining us because you know we're going to tell you the truth give you the facts because we want you to be better informed and inspired to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Understand, Mr. Trump stirred up a, a little bit of discussion in yes, Washington, D.C. and across did. the country. Uh, certainly took over the uh, news cycle yesterday at about uh, 4.30 when he uh, issued his statement calling for a uh, basically to ban Muslims from entering the United States, even if they are American citizens, if they're overseas. He says that everybody should be kept out until the United States can figure out what to do with the threat of terrorism emanating from the Middle East and groups like the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda. Now, not only was that denounced by Democrats, as you might expect, but it has also opened up a pretty big schism within the Republican Party, whether at the state level or here at the federal level. For example, just a few minutes ago, on the floor of the House, we actually had a guy named David Jolly, a Republican lawmaker from Florida who is running for Senate. He got on the floor of the House and said that it's time for Donald Trump to withdraw from the race. This is what he said, Herman. It is time that my side of the aisle has one less candidate in the race for the White House. It is time for Donald Trump to withdraw. Now, that we're not hearing a lot of that, but I will say, Herman, that we're not hearing many voices defending Trump up here today. A lot of rank-and-file Republicans saying things like uh, Trump should be disqualified from holding office, what he said was reprehensible. So, definitely a lot of people repudiating Trump over his call for this Muslim ban, and that includes Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, who got up today and said what Trump had proposed is not conservatism. It is not what America stands for. Now, obviously, uh, Trump has some big poll right now. I think that's very, very clear. You just look at the polls. You don't right. have to go any further than that to know that he is a very popular figure right now within the Republican Party and with voters, whether nationally or in Iowa or New Hampshire. You cannot deny that one bit. But I I just wonder, you know, we've had so many of these points where people said, oh, Trump's going down, you know, he said this, it's all over for him. I don't think that's the case again here. But I am interested to see so many Republicans step forward and counter him on this, uh, which uh, uh, certainly opens up uh, for a more divided situation within the party, Herman. Exactly. And I think that what Speaker Ryan did added some balance to say, look, that doesn't represent the Republican Party and doesn't represent conservatism. And I get that. So I'm glad that he did it from that perspective. But I agree with you. This isn't going to be the knockout blow for Donald Trump, like some people are proclaiming. And some of the members of the Republican Party who are already in elective office, I don't think them declaring that he ought to withdraw is going to cause people to withdraw their support. They're going to make no. that decision based upon their own. And besides, remember, he's one of those outsiders. And so those insiders who are saying he ought to withdraw, I don't think his supporters are necessarily uh, going to react to that. Now, granted, some of his supporters probably don't agree with the way it's been interpreted or the way he said it. But how does this tie into the 
visa waiver program that they're going to be talking about today. Well, they're going to have a vote today in the House on a bill that basically, if you're not familiar with the visa waiver program, I think it's 38 nations around the world that are in agreement with the U.S. It makes it easier for us to go to their nations and for them to come here for travel, whether business or pleasure. And you don't have to go through getting a visa and all the rigmarole and documents with that. But obviously there are some people who are worried that you could have a European passport and be a citizen of a France or a Belgium or something else and have terrorism ties and you'd still be allowed to get into the United States. So this bill today, which should have a lot of bipartisan support, would basically say if you have traveled to some of these areas like Syria or Iraq, then you have to go through a different level of scrutiny if you're going to get into the United States. Right. Uh, I would also try to uh, force other countries to come up with more biometric passports and, and, and more technology to make sure that you are who you say you are and more. Uh, it, it does sort of fit into this whole reaction, not only to the Paris attacks, but obviously to what happened last week in San Bernardino as well. And so we'll have a vote on that later today. Now, it doesn't go as far as Trump obviously would like to go, but I'm certain that today's debate will be filled with a lot of references to his call for uh, barring Muslims oh, from yeah. the U.S. Oh, absolutely. Now, uh, the, the polling, I thought it was interesting, the timing of Trump's decision to come out with this yesterday, uh, because uh, we had two different polls from Iowa, again, looking for trends, not necessarily what each one says, but trends. They they showed different things. Trump and Ted Cruz, 1-2 or 2-1, depending the poll. You know, let's just sort of ignore that, and we can see that Cruz is definitely on the way up in Iowa. I think all the polls show that. He's had a boost nationally as well. Marco Rubio coming up in Iowa as well. And again, more polling evidence yesterday that Ben Carson is dropping back. And as we've discussed, Herman, I think Trump just has that ability when you compare him to Ben Carson to distill the nation's sense you know, of the electorate into what they want in terms of action on foreign policy in a way that Ben Carson just does not. I think that's one reason why you've seen Trump perk back up in the polls the last couple of weeks. Yep, you have to be able to touch the, the hot buttons or the emotional buttons or the mindset because people don't spend 24 hours a day following presidential stump speeches, presidential candidates or politics and all of this kind of stuff. And so I think you have a point. Now, those two polls you referred to, one was a CNN slash something and the other one was Mammoth. Yes. That was the first time I've seen them that far apart. I mean, yes, Cruz and Trump were still one, two, and then another one, it said Cruz was one and it flip-flopped, but the size of the numbers seem to have moved a whole lot. Yeah, uh, if you look at uh, uh, the trends for Cruz recently, for example, in Iowa, there have been three polls in the last week that showed him at 20, 23, and 24 percent. Just go back a few weeks, and he was at 10, 11, and 15. So, again, trends. We're seeing right. a trend there. Now, Trump's sort of all over the place in the last three polls. One at 19, one at 33, one in the middle at 25. So, you know, you can throw out the high, throw out the low, and look in the middle, and maybe that's about where he is. Uh, ben Carson definitely on the way down. Listen to these. He had three the, the previous three of the last six polls, the first three, uh, so these are the oldest, 32, 28, 23 for Carson. The last three, 18, 16, 13. I think that's a pretty good trend that you're seeing right there of Carson coming back. Marco Rubio bubbling up as well. And then I think to me the other trend that is really interesting is no one else is moving. 
There's right. no rush from the back in no. Iowa. There's no Bush, Fiorina, or Rand Paul, or Christie, or Huckabee, or Santorum, or Kasich. No one is moving up in Iowa, just like nobody is really moving up from the back of the pack. What If you're a horse player out there, we might call it the field, uh, because sometimes, Herman, it used to be in uh, the racing setups that they couldn't take bets on over 12 horses in a race. Right. So if there were more than 12 horses, you would just get them all together. They called them the field. I would almost say that you have to look at Bush, Fiorina, Paul, everybody else almost now as the field nationally yeah. because none of them are moving now there are two of them Kasich and Christie who've gotten a little traction in New Hampshire along with Jeb Bush but nationally we just haven't seen that and that's of course something to watch here too well Jamie I give you credit for for some narrative that I borrowed from you and that is you look at these polls as trends and you're absolutely right yeah because otherwise like yesterday yeah. if you jump out and and i thought yesterday was a good example there was a poll that came out that showed cruise ahead now it is notable you should mention it but i don't think you should just make that the sole headline because a few hours later there was a poll that showed trump with a substantial right. lead over cruise in iowa but again i think if you look at the totality of the numbers you can see who is moving right now and frankly herman we seem to be zeroing in more and more on a three-man race in the Republican Party. Yeah. Trump, Cruz, and Rubio. With Carson, I think I just think that every day that we stay focused on foreign policy makes it tougher for Ben Carson to make a comeback. Just like on the Democratic side, uh, Bernie Sanders, I think it's difficult for him to get traction. Today I saw uh, some reporting from up in Baltimore where Bernie Sanders is today, and people were asking about you know other issues, whether it was Trump or immigration or foreign policy, and his people said something like to the reporters, hey, stay on subject. We're going to stay on you know what he's doing up here in Baltimore. You know, that's great that you want to be focused just on domestic issues, but you know what? There are some times, unfortunately, where your your game plan goes out the out the window as a candidate. Oh, yeah. You have to focus on the issue of the day. You have to talk about something else other than what you plan to talk about. And uh, Carson seems to have struggled ever since the uh, the Paris attacks. The other thing, I saw another headline, and go back to the one about Cruz. I saw that headline that said that Cruz is in first place. Yep. And then if you look at the actual numbers, they weren't that far apart, but that was the headline that they no, used. And you're they correct about that, but at the same time, uh, it was the first time that uh, that right. Cruz had been ahead of Trump, and I do think that is a big deal. It was a five-point lead. I think it was outside yeah. the margin. But regardless, you are correct. It it, it, it could have been much closer, and, and the numbers, you start to get into noise. Still, Cruz has definitely been coming up. Oh, I agree you, with you on that you know you just yeah. you, you just look at though his numbers by themselves yep. and he is on the move and and you know i think cruz uh he'll be actually he's holding a news conference downstairs in just a few minutes here with the governor of texas who's in town and cruz has been able to effectively sort of draft off of trump and not get you know involved in the daily trump back and forth yeah i bet he gets a whole bunch of questions about trump in just a few minutes well he yeah i, I would agree with you now Hillary, I saw another headline that said Hillary is beating all of the um, Republican candidates. Was it just our, do you recall? It was, I, um, no, it was nationally, I think. Nationally. But, uh, the, but if you look at those numbers, they've been all over the, uh, right. the lot, too. Right. Some polls show all the Republicans beating Hillary. Some right. polls show Hillary beating, you know, so... 
I don't know. I, I, I look at it this way, Herman. We shouldn't even think about those numbers until both parties have a nominee. Yeah. Then we can worry about because, frankly, uh, there are some people who, uh, you know, if you ask them, well, is it Hillary versus Rand Paul, they might have a different answer on who they'd vote for than if it's Hillary versus Trump. You know what I mean? So yeah. take those with a grain of salt. But, yes, uh, they uh, at some point in time will definitely start getting into those as well. well and I would agree with that uh, because of what I said earlier about uh, – you know, they, they can be all over the place. So let's look for the trends, and I think that's a good suggestion. When we've got one nominee from each party, then they might have a little bit more credence. What about the Democrats trying to uh, squeeze something in on gun control? Yeah, they what filed a special parliamentary motion yesterday called a discharge petition in the House of Representatives to try to get a vote on this bill that would say if you're on the no-fly list, then you would not be able to buy a weapon. Now, uh, while most Republicans oppose that, I have noted that we're starting to see a few cracks on the Republican side. I think Chris Christie came out and said he wouldn't have a problem with that. And there are a few Republican sponsors of that as well. I'm not saying it's going to get passed, but that one, Herman, that little one, that might have a little life in it. We'll just have to wait and see. The Democrats have really been hammering on it, as has the president. Well, and you and I know... And I just did a thing this morning. There are some cracks in that no-fly yes, list Yes, there are, and process. they've been well-documented. That, that's yes. what makes people nervous, how easy a bureaucrat can get you on that list and how hard it is to get off of that list. You are correct. There's all kinds of lawsuits out there about that, absolutely. But, Jamie, thank you very much. Oh, See one tomorrow, last question. Herman. One last question. Oh, yes. Did you pick up the right kid at the right <laughs> Place I get yesterday. another chance to do that tonight, okay? Ah, I'll keep you okay. updated. Now, Jamie, go to the right place and get the right kid, okay? <laughs> I'll see you, buddy. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show.